is our forever Set the dog on the tombstone If you're living underneath the bridge, man All roads lead to home I got a hidden flask, I'm paid in cash Got a cross above my bed You know, I hitchhiked from Chicago And a man walked up and said This is a union town, a union town All down the line This is a union town, a union town All down the line And if you come to strip our rights away We'll give you hell every time This is a union town, a union town All down the line Today the policeman's a union man From the firefighters, my friend And the kids locked in the Capitol Are fighting till the end And we're not gonna break tonight And we're not gonna bend Some say the union's down But I asked around And everybody said This is a union town A union town All down the line This is a union town A union town All down the line And if they come to strip our rights away We'll give them hell every time This is a union town A union town All down the line That's why my friend, the blood tastes good every time I'm here. I got a will to win and a Cheshire grin. Yeah, the night watchman is near. And you can't get it where you're at, but you can sure get it here. So come rain or sleet or dark or night, come wind or frigid snow. There's a hundred thousand in the streets, and that number's gonna grow. And when we put the governor on trial, I'll be in the front row. Just take a look around, we're a union town. One, two, three, four, let's go. This is a union town, a union town. All down the line, this is a union town, a union town. All down the line, and if they come to strip our rights away, we'll give them hell every time. This is a union town, a union town. All down the line, all down the line. Nice. With the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com.
You're on the air. I'm on the air. I don't hear myself. <laughs> Why don't I hear myself? Okay. You... All right, there we go. Good afternoon. Like always. <laughs> Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Teamsters from Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. Uh, today we got a special show. It is November 22nd, Sunday, and we got a great show for you guys today here today on the What The Heck Show on Union Power Radio. As always, we got our producer, Mr. Hector Fortis, the big bad wolf himself from Brush Avenue. That's right. All right. And we got our birthday boy, Jamie birthday Hooligan. Boy. Yeah, 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 it's my birthday. Happy birthday to and you. And the dog. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jamie. Happy birthday to you. The dog. The Simba. dog. Simba. Sorry about that. That's that my was, dog, that, Simba. That's our special guest, Carl. <laughs> and our special guest today, Carl Moriali, all the way from Uniondale. Uniondale in Long Island. Good afternoon, team sis. Thank you for coming by, Carl. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. As we always say, this show is for the members, by the members, and Carl, every once in a while, gives us a call and says he'd like to come on, and we do not say no because you guys are all welcome. That goes for anybody. I mean, anytime you want to get on the show, you just call me. If you guys can make it out to where we do the show, we'd be more than happy to uh, have you as a guest. Also, you know, in the summertime, we do do the barbecues. We try to come by to people's houses if we can. So it's always a pleasure to have members from around the local and their opinions and uh, find out what's going on. And I got a couple things I need to say today. Well, well, All right. they, do they know they did you announce that Bill uh, William Hamilton from local 104, I mean 107, it will be on the air at 3 p.m. Eastern time? No. Hold on, hold on. I, I can't hear you, Jamie. Either you're not talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're having a lot of a lot of difficulties here. The mics won't stay on the table because we got we're in Brooklyn. That's why <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Five oh, five oh. Yeah, you know Brooklyn. You can you hear me? Hey. Huh? Can you hear me? Can I, I hear you? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Can no, you you're not now? talking in the mic. Good. Can you hear yeah. me now? Can you hear me? Can, Can you hear me? hear me now? It's like I'm on a sprint commercial. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, all right, whatever. You know, every time I... This is why I don't like going to uh, to backyards and, and, love and other places. I like to do the studio in my house because everything is controlled. I got everything controlled in my house. You love it. Stop no, it. I don't love it. <laughs> love I it. don't love it. I don't love, love the toes. It. I don't love the mileage. I don't love it. Don't believe him, guys. He loves whatever, it. whatever. We're here. We're here in Brooklyn. Don't, don't forget. <laughs> and with as, all the popos around. As Hector said, uh, Bill Hamilton, or known as William Hamilton, will be calling up the show later on today. Uh, if members have questions for him, you've got to hit you know, his, uh, the chat room. Surprisingly, only two questions, or maybe three questions came through the emails, and I put that out uh, about a week ago. And I mean, I, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about this guy, William Hamilton, um, and and... The response from the questions was not that that many. Well, so, I know for me, obvious, obvious. You know, he's not that bad as they say he is. You know. Well, for me, I mean, I don't even know who he is really. So, I, well, I know who he is. I, I, I don't know of him. I know what he, what he ran with, and who he's with, and that's why we have him on this, uh, this radio show because we want to make sure that that the new Oz is transparent. 
And it's not going to be a half a slate that, you know, they win the election and then they shut out the membership. So right. hopefully that with with him talking and asking questions, uh, hopefully he turned the page and now moving forward for the Teamster members out there. I think as you get, as you get closer to the election, you're going to be more fighting. I think right now people are just worrying about yes, what's John. going on in their building or center right now. But yeah, yeah, yes, Joan, we have your question ready to go. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, Joan's going to be the first question. Yeah. Um, also, um, you know, we went down there uh, when Hamilton was first um, brought up on this slate. We went down to Philadelphia. There was a lot of Teamsters there. And it was, uh, it was uh, a huge turnout. So he does have a lot of love in Philadelphia. The people in, in, in Pennsylvania. Even Billy Bob, whatever his name is, the guy that they always talk about, that he's wearing his tight shirt and he was a officer. He was even there. I mean, he was a lot of, like I said, that was the day. That I said to you, remember when yeah. I said to you, I said, this is fucking weird to me because I've been to a lot of Hoffer conference and all that. And they were nothing but hate towards, like a, like towards me. Teamster Twilight Zone. Yo, for, for me, it was like, I don't know where the fuck I was because <laughs> I had all these people that hated me because I was on the radio and bashing them and, and talking shit about the officers. And all of a sudden, they came up to me and says, you can't fight with me now because we're in the same team. And I'm like, motherfucker. You know, but anyway, that's the way I'm don't you still. Have the Twilight Zone. Uh... Yes, I do have yeah, the Twilight Zone, that. but you know, it's just uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Are we uh, are we taking questions in the chat also? Yeah, of course, whatever, okay. whatever of course, people of course. ask. Absolutely. This is a transparent uh, radio show. You ask the questions, we give you the answers. If, if we could give you the answers, but you know, anyway, we want to talk about the 804 Shop Stewards elections, and I want to uh, give a big shout out and a congratulations. To Alejandro Galano for winning the Manhattan North uh, shop steward. Yes, yes. And uh, that, 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 and you know, I want to talk about that a little bit because it was a, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, there was a, a, a supervisor that was interfering with the elections. Really? And it's hampering yes. elections all yeah. over the place. So, you know, wow. uh, I think they put they, they put it they put it to rest, uh, but that they got to understand and everyone has got to understand that management cannot get involved. That's a labor charge, first of all. Okay. And, and if people just confront and come back out with it and say, listen, you know, a supervisor, you know, the members should come to you and say, yo, listen to the B.A. Listen, this, this supervisor told me to vote for this guy. And that's that's they they shouldn't get involved with any union activity, any union voting, and whatever the case may be. The turnout came out too that uh, Alejandro Galano won first time shops do it. Alejandro, Alejandro, Alejandro. exactly. So congratulations to him, and ho and I, I, you know, like I said to him, and I sent him a uh, congratulations. I got his back. I always had his back, but you know, is that uh, the, is that the the guy with the the podcast? I believe that's correct. That's He's got the eight hundred four podcast, and I, I believe now that he won, <laughs> he probably will come back out with the the podcast. But it's it's all good. You know, the more the merrier. The more that's education right. that members get Absolutely. is the best thing. Uh, Carl wants to do his own thing. Also, you know, hey, I will. Whatever he could take over the radio show. I don't really give a shit. Hey Dave, but, uh, hey Dave. But it's just to educate the members, and that's what it is. And we also had another Shasta election. Uh, Esther Curry, Esther Curry from Forster, Forster, and she won her shop steward. Congratulations, Congratulations. to her. Congratulations to Esther Curry. Is, is, is Holly Hondo? Is he the same person as? A, I, I see a, 
Junior Plummer from 43rd Right, Street. Junior, Plummer Junior Plummer also won an election. Right, he won against, uh, he, I, I, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, Alejandro won against Matt, I guess he was Matt, I guess his name from the Manhattan North, uh, Curry won and, against and sir, who? it was uh, three people running. You had Mark Sindeno, you had uh, Esther Curry, and you had um, Kamani, right? right? So it was a three-way run? Well, it was not a three-way run. They needed two stewards, so the two people that got the most votes got the job. So Esther and Sindeno uh, are both the shop stewards, and Sindeno was already there. Very so nice. he just kept his job as steward. And uh, congratulations to Esther Curry, uh, another female shop steward. That's huge. We need more females to be uh, involved. You know, uh, there's a lot. We have Kioma. Kioma, who's a shop Kioma, steward. yes. She's so, a shop steward in Metro Queens. You know, you what? have a lot of tough females out there that are teamsters. Joni Lane Miller being one of them. Joan, one of our favorites. Well, if, you, if you don't mind, can you... Break down the buildings of, did you say Manhattan North? Okay, Manhattan uh, North is, is in the Northern Annex. So it's uh, 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 on the other side where Brush Avenue and Mount Vernon, Manhattan North, you got Elmsford and you got Yorktown, and now you have the new uh, Cross County building, which is the new Yonkers building. Okay. Those are the. <laughs> no- those are the. Hey. <laughs> Those are the northern annex uh, buildings. And then you have right. the 43rd Street, which J- Junior Palmer, right? What's his name? Junior yeah. Plummer. Plummer. Uh, ran against, oh, they ran against him, uh, Mon- Montabo. Was just Danny or was there anybody he, else? He took it and ran with it. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> are, are they, he didn't take it and ran with this one. But, are they uh, different buildings or are they in the same building? No, different buildings, different different areas. Uh, uh, Manhattan North is in 130, 138th Street. In, you know, they do like the... The the I don't I don't know what area they do they do Manhattan somewhere uh, guess where forty third the Spanish is, Harlem area I guess they okay. do the area so over they there. were in the Beekman Center in in over there and Junior Plummer won the Beekman Center election well yes. since we're talking about this election Tony yeah, um, I have a question for you Uh-oh. talk to me Carl. Dave uh, Dave or Carl oh <laughs> today I'll be Carl okay so we're not in I'm Kansas anymore we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> so I noticed you took to Facebook and you posted the results of that election with uh, yes. Mr. Plummer and Mr. And Montalvo. Danny Montalvo, yes. And, and I saw you got a little bit of backlash on Facebook and, and I'm hearing rumblings that the reason why you posted that, what were your, I'm curious, what were your motives in posting that? Well, our motives here, as always, is to inform the membership of what's going on around the local. Uh, you know, we've been doing Union Power Radio for some time, and when we are when we get information, we put it out there. So basically, I was just telling everybody uh, about the election, another election, another Stewart winning, a, a, a holding on to his position as the incumbent. And I was just letting everybody know, you know, the election count and the election tally and, and the amount of the executive board members that were there that were watching, uh, the overseeing the election process. And um, it just so happens that Junior Plummer was the guy who won. I mean, we also, uh, I, I don't know if it was Jamie or somebody else, uh, shouted out Esther Curry for winning her election. Yeah. So, you know, and when elections happen, it's just normal for us as members to inform the membership of who's winning and who's losing. I do remember seeing uh, Jamie post about uh, Esther Curry. So you were just sharing information. You, Always. It, it was, there was no motivation Wait a minute. It. So why no one shot out at my boy Galano on Facebook? I, didn't I honestly didn't hear about it. Didn't know about it. Yeah. I, really? I, I heard I about know. Alejandro's election. Because I try to you. stay away from Facebook. I mean, I look at what I read, but I I, I fail. I, won't, I don't want to respond because sometimes responding, it just... just 
adding on to the fire. Right. So, but uh, yeah, okay. I was gonna I was gonna put the one up for Esther because you know I'm close with her and I've been I've been I, she knows that I've been pushing her to run for some time. I told her that she's got to she's got to get involved because she is a member that I know cares. And she was a guest uh, on the, but, what, the last right, show or the show she before was, that. She's been on with the Stewarts before and mm-hmm. she's been on the show before and she's called into the show. She spoke with the with the female teamsters that one time. And uh, I spoke to her afterwards, and she actually was, you know, there was like a good moment for her where she got to speak to some really, you know, uh, powerful teams, the women that really care about it. And she was she was all in. That's that's why I, I, I kind of thought when you said Alejandro, I thought he was, I thought he was Junior Plum. I don't know why his mic is not, it's not. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes. now there you go. You got to talk directly into the front yeah, of that yeah. mic. I, that's why I thought Alejandro. And was this is why I hate traveling with my stop equipment. <laughs> you love but it. But anyway, you you also have well, let's congratulate um, Chris Topher. He became the alternate shop steward in the White Plains building, I believe. Oh, congratulations <laughs> so. to Mr. Topher! All right. Yes. Very good. Now, Anything else, Carl? No, I just. I, I mean, I was. He, I, I think I. But know that was a question was, that you want to ask, or you was told well, that. Well, I'm I'm speaking on behalf of a couple behalf of people. A couple people that and, were upset because I, he posted that. Well, I I just I think I know Tony from the thing. Well, I everyone's going to get upset because it's it's Danny Montabo. You know, like someone just wrote there, he took it. He, he would take the loss and run with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> Who well, was that? My whole thing was, I I been around tony a couple of times you know him and i have talked privately and and i think i Listen, know who he is the whole, i just the want whole, other people whole, to you know, know why people are upset let me tell you something and it was another was right it was place. another rumor going around also that murphy also said and i don't know if that's even true or not maybe you could verify because that's your building uh murphy was also saying that he if if montabo loses that uh shops to election that he would not have him running with him on the slate did you hear that? I did not hear that. I see. Rumor oh, has it. Yeah, but the only thing is, I see. This is what I'm saying. That you know that you said Murphy that's, won't have him running with him. Right. That's Nassau, and the rumor was out there for that. And he's from Nassau, and he didn't hear that rumor. So you see how people talk. Well, well so Murphy every- is running for president or something like that. Not everybody feels comfortable talking to me either. Why not? Why not? I don't know. Because you're friends with Tony Rosario and Hector Fortis from the What the Heck show. That could be. Maybe, maybe. Well, listen. At the end of the day, uh, what 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 we do as always, and and you know, we like to try to keep the information flowing. We want true transparency always. So if and I noticed when I put up the post, I saw that there were some members that seemed upset. Like if I was throwing a dig at Danny Montalvo, I wasn't throwing a dig at him. I was clearly just stating that the members felt that he was the best man for the job because at the end of the day there was two elections that was the second time he's lost to junior plumber so if you didn't beat him the first time and you didn't beat him the second time then obviously the members there spoke clearly on who they wanted to win the election well that's why i wanted to ask you on the show because Because, like I said, I I think I know who you are, and I didn't like the negative reaction that you were getting out of it. So I figured the best way to find out what your motive was was to ask you directly. So well, I appreciate that, Carl. I appreciate that. And as always, we are transparent here on Union Power Radio. Um, well, I mean, I Hector like has his Hector has his own opinions on Danny well, we're Montalvo. Gonna, we're gonna move from that. I, I would like to say congratulations 
to Richard Collins for retiring after 33 years. Congratulations to you, sir. All right. Congratulations. 33 years. My God. It's wow. a lot of time. You know, and Jamie says, I want to move on to, and then he just says one thing. Well, that's not the only thing. We also want to give our condolences. And, uh, and I don't want to move on. Uh, uh, I just want to set the uh, the 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 everything straight right now because oh right now if whoever whoever's listening and you can give it back to whoever I don't give a shit. But what I do on my time, which is now Sunday, where it's not my work day, and I'm not a BA on this day, on Sunday, on my off day, I say what the fuck I want and how I want to say it. Ain't nobody going to put a fucking lid on my fucking mouth or a, a, a lock on my mouth or what I say. If you feel, if you feel offended, sorry. But listen, not sorry. But listen, you can call up 347-403-0705. You can speak whatever you want to fucking talk. Don't talk behind closed doors, behind a keyboard or whatever the case may be. Or go and say you're going to put labor charges and and blah, 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 blah. Your bitch ass, come to me. You can talk to me anytime on Sundays here on the What the Heck Show, 347 403 <laughs> Thank you, Hector, for being so. Uh, Just a public service announcement. Yeah, that's correct. PSA. And I won't say it again. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, real quick, we want to give our condolences from Union Power Radio and all of the local 804 Teamsters and brothers and sisters to a uh, Mr. Maloney. Who Keith Maloney, away. Mr. Keith Maloney, who passed away, I believe, sometime last week, was it? And um, we want to give him a quick moment of silence. Um, He's from the. the All right. Thank you all for that. And um, anybody who's, uh, as always, you know, we talk about this and, you know, COVID's not over and people are losing people to COVID all the time. Um, our hearts and prayers go out to anybody who's been affected by the pandemic. Our hearts and prayers go out to anybody who's had anybody who they lost to, uh, to anything, whether it be cancer, whether it be... Um, disease, whether it be uh, addiction, whether it be suicide, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families that are hurting, especially now at the holidays, the holiday season's coming, and uh, we just want to make sure that you know that we're here to listen. Uh, anybody wants to call our show, 347-403-0705, anybody wants to DM either one of us, Hector Fortis, Jamie Holligan, who's Jamie Haynes on Facebook. Uh, Anthony Rosario on Facebook You can DM us I wouldn't mind you know, talking to you If you ever need someone to talk to This is what we're here for We're here for one another And um, you know our, our, Like I said Our condolences, hearts, thoughts and prayers To all of your families And to all of you Alright Next topic, Black Friday, folks. Let's Carl Morial. I know Carl wanted Carl to talk about Black Friday, that. my brother. So let him have it. All right. 
For those of you who have no idea. And before Carl says anything further, we want everybody to understand that all supplements and uh, national master agreements are different in every you know, state. So what we say here, what we're talking about here specifically, the 804. is our local 804 supplemental. Yes, I'm speaking directly to my 804 brothers and sisters, okay? Black Friday is a contractual holiday. I don't care what anybody else is telling you. If you look in the contract and you look on the holidays, it says the day after Thanksgiving, or otherwise known as Black Friday. You have two options on this day, okay? If you decide that you want to go into work, you are paid at double your pay rate for all hours worked, plus eight hours for the holiday. Or you can take the day off. It's very simple. You're still guaranteed your eight hours, whether you work. Well, I'm sorry. You're guaranteed your eight hours if you decide to work. And if you don't decide to work, you get paid the eight hour holiday pay. Now, for the people who are deciding to work, I want to talk to you for a minute. Okay. Not the people that are not at top pay yet or are struggling or living paycheck to paycheck where this this day really makes a difference in keeping the lights on or not i'm talking to the people who really i mean we all could use the extra money the ones that don't need it but just want it. But let me right. let me get this straight 22 three, every is a holiday for all all classifications. Yes. Well, it's okay. supposed to be, but if unfortunately, the part-timers got screwed big time. Well, 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 we're going to talk about that. Okay. That's where I'm going. Yeah, he's going to go with that. But I just wanted someone just said, it, what about the 22 threes? Everyone that is a union member in this local has that holiday. It's like Thanksgiving. That's correct. It's like Thursday. If you're off Thursday, you're off Friday. It's the same thing. That's right. Actually, so that, it's so even that, a so little. Let, it's more clear. like an anniversary day. Well, let's let's get it let's get it clear because it's a ground day now. It is. It used to be an air day, but it's now not a, it's a ground. It's not day. an air day. It's a ground day. So if they're running ground and they need a certain amount of people to work, are they able to force people? They're the running ground because they right. have volunteers willing to come to work on that day. Okay, but again, let me let me talk to the people who don't necessarily need the money. Like Tony just said, the preloaders last year, the inside workers last year got fucked on this day. Okay, in the contract, it says if you work the day after Thanksgiving, you are entitled to double your hour, double your salary for all hours worked plus the holiday pay. So for inside workers, that would be three and a half hours. Is that correct? Yes. How they pay is three, three and a half, half hours. Half, okay, so they didn't get their double double the hours that they worked. I believe they got straight time. It they was did. a lot of pissed off. That's exactly what they lot. paid them. It was a lot of pissed off. And you know what well, that, the worst that, part about that, that Carl was? The worst part about that is they saw it on their checks when they looked through the UPSers. They saw the double time there, and when it yeah, came time it to pay it, it was deducted and it became straight pay. So you could imagine how many part-timers were frustrated and disgruntled over this issue because they actually saw the pay a lot of them they saw the money there and they were like wow and then all of a sudden wait a minute what happened to it it was there what happened to it it was like just stripped from them it's ridiculous and i encourage 
anybody who can hear the sound of my voice, if you call yourself a proud union member, union means together. And if our part-time and our inside workers are not getting their just due, then I'm standing with them. Besides the fact that what I do I enjoy a four-day weekend? Absolutely. But I'm also standing with my inside worker brothers and sisters that got fucked last year and to be honest with you are probably gonna get fucked again this year exactly and i and i agree with uh carl with the fact that you guys I, i've been getting nothing but complaints with the preload saying that uh they want listen management is gonna do whatever they possibly can to get you into work okay if you see if you have a supervisor or a manager come up to you and say Come in. I'm going to pay you double time. Please go to your shop, Stuart, or go to the business agent that you see and let him know that because they are full of shit. They did that the last time. They got a lot of people in to come to work, and then they fucked them on the pay. So the thing is, if, if a manager or a supervisor tells you as part-time is that you are going to get the double time, make sure you uh, get a shop, Stuart, or a business agent that's around if he's around. And then uh, make sure that they know that they telling you that shit because that's bullshit. They're just trying to tell you that so you can come in. And then when you see your check, that's when you get the. Uh, FW39 in the chat said, cannot find any language that specifies this for part-timers, the double time. If you. There if, is no language. There is, they, were going, no... they were going based off of past practice. Well. That's why, that's why it's filed for panel already. But there doesn't have to, in my opinion, there doesn't have to be language that says that, okay? Well, there's if language that the holidays, says it, but not particularly for part-timers, no, but it doesn't make a difference, Carl. Language. Again, it's still, it's still something, like you said, past practice that was paid out to each and every one of those part-timers for the last, I don't know how many years. So it's been, it's so, been said that they use past, past practice to better them, but then when it's past practice to better us, they don't use it. That's the problem. So that's why it's been filed for panel. That's right. That's you know. Well, you you were inside, right? No, yes. you were outside. I was. I you were inside. Yes. So did yeah. they ever pay you as a double? I always got yeah, because double. a lot of guys used to tell, came up to me. I used to always get paid for that yeah. day double. It's oh, why now? They all of a sudden they changed. Started it, yeah. As a part time, I don't really remember yes, going uh, in that day. Yes, uh, the executive board is fighting that from the last time. We do have a uh, triple. We have a panel. Uh, panel for that. Yeah, arbitration. And hopefully uh, we win that case. I think we are going to win that case as soon as we get. This company is full of shit. But sometimes. even even with the twenty two threes, like some guys do inside and outside with the air drivers, right? Well, you have the Article Forty because when they're doing the air, they get straight time, and mm -hmm. then when they're doing the other part, well, Black Friday was was always an air day, right? But now so it's now it's ground. Now everyone, now you know, I, this is what I because I did it myself. I did it one time, my first year on the job. I I wanted, I wasn't at top pay. I came in, I did that triple time, whatever they called it, triple time back then, but it's double double time plus the holiday. So and and they were always, you know, telling me, yo, come in, that's like a thousand dollar day, thousand dollar day, motherfucker. I worked that fucking day, 10 hours or 11 hours. First of all, I came in, I had five different routes on one truck. So I was all over the goddamn place. Oh, yeah. Okay? So I was lost. I was fucking disgusted. And, and all I thought about was that $1,000 day. You know, I was yeah. saying, yeah, fuck it. It's going to worth it, right? But let me tell you something. That Thursday, when I looked at my check, I was like, what the fuck happened? 
the government took $900 of my fucking check, <laughs> and I wind up with $200 more. So it, is it worth it? Fuck no, it's not worth it. So let, let's, another, another thing, um, let's get this straight, because you said guaranteed eight hours. Are you guaranteed eight hours once you go through the door, or do you have to put it in? You know, request your hours. Your guarantee eight hours. I believe in the language it says if you're given eight hours, uh, an eight hour assignment, you're guaranteed an eight hour day. I think that's oh, is it because, because some people are saying that you're guaranteed eight hours because they're giving you four hours worth of work and you're getting paid double. And, and don't believe that bullshit where they put so, the whole uh, the whole center on call for the day. So, so do you have too. to put that in request that you're going to work? I don't see day. why you would have to. Do you have to put in... If you go in tomorrow, do you have to say, I want my eight well, hours that's, today? That's a holiday. We're speaking about holiday. I just think it's bullshit. On a holiday, you might have to put that... In a request. request or just let before. the let management know you want to work, to work eight, hours. eight hours. Right. Okay, if I could have the, the microphone for a yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, what article is this? Because I'm not good with the articles and stuff. Uh, what are you looking for? Article 6, Section 10. Page 220 in the yellow pages. Real quick, just Which so is, everybody listening knows, we are speaking on the local 804 right. supplemental 804, alone. Yes, the yellow pages of the 804 supplement. A part-time seniority employee shall be paid for the following holidays, provided the employee works a minimum of two days during the holiday week. New Year's Day, Memorial Day, Independence Day, Labor Day, Thanksgiving Day, day after Thanksgiving. There it is. Christmas Day, New Year's Eve Day. A part-time seniority employee who is absent the full week of the holiday due to illness or workers' compensation disability need not work during the holiday week in order to receive holiday pay. Holiday pay shall be paid at the rate of four hours straight time pay per day. That's if you don't work the day. All right. I, I know Joe Doherty's on the phone, but he's got too much feedback, so I'm going to have to hang up on him because he's going to ruin this uh the the hearing so i hung up on him joe if you're listening call back where you're in a quiet room where there's no background feeds. sounds like he's driving oh yeah yeah joe sorry buddy um so, so uh so that basically is, is stating there it's not three and a half hours we have to correct ourselves it was four hours for the holiday right you get the four hours but look at article 40 they said look, look at article 40 where it says a written request in article 40 for all air drivers jamie's got the book Okay, but uh, anyway, the, the the whole point is without going through all this shit, it's a union holiday. Take it off. Take a four day weekend with your family. That is priceless. That is your option. That is your option as a union member. That's correct. They can't force day. you. Nobody can force you to work that day. And you know what? I had to deal with a particular supervisor telling people that they had to work that day and man did i give him a piece of my mind and my question to you heck because i'm curious awesome people well well you know it, it to me it's like management lying to the employees mm -hmm. right because if we lie we get fired for dishonesty am i not am i not correct on this yes i mean i know many members so far that have gotten lost their jobs because of being dishonest so if a management personnel is being dishonest to the members and telling them you know, you have to come into work that day. Isn't that being dishonest? Right, but you have to. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let me tell you something. I want you to go back to that man and say, 
to tell them in front of, and he'll say, "I never told oh, you." That. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I would. That's never, exactly would what never, happened. Why would I tell you that? Yeah, you know? that's that's their favorite line. That's why I say these managements are not your friends. They would tell you whatever you want to believe, but I guarantee you, you go and confront them the next time around with their boss next to them. They're gonna say, "I never told you." What are you, are you crazy? I, why would to, I say that to it's you? It's happened to me a numerous you amount know? of times already, and it's so frustrating. They'll tell you to go sheet a fucking pack. Package wrong, miss or whatever commercial. Uh, they, they they not in or whatever. Yes. Once you cheat that package and it comes back the line that his now the boss the center manager gets a whiff of it and now they questioning the driver like why did you cheat this commercial you know uh, not in after five o'clock oh well Bob told me and all right let's get Bob in the office that's the supervisor and Bob would say. I don't have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I didn't teach you that way. I, that's I why they don't want to use you know? the diet. It wasn't me. That's exactly why. There's another. To use the diet. This, getting into this now, it, you know, a lot of helpers, a lot of drivers are taking out helpers, and I wouldn't take a helper out right now because of the COVID. But I'm not going to instruct the workforce. But it's just because I don't want to. You know, it's it's been cases now that outside helper got came yes. in positive with the COVID, right? Uh, and then the driver had to get checked out and blah blah. And it's, it's a fucking whole fuck. Not up. even just the driver. You've, I, we've had situations uh, throughout the local where but even also, a manager, but also because the company, he was moving the helper had the, to go but, and get quarantined. But also the company is doing something even worse. They are sending helpers out there without no diet boards. So what happens is that helper becomes the runner, and guess what? The driver has to sheet those packages to give to the runner. So now when and I said I'm not listen I will not take a fucking discipline for that shit because now that package is a fucking so-called missing and it's only one diet boy who are they coming to right to the to driver. the driver right now how can the driver explain what packages he gave to that runner he can't you know the company is fucked up with this shit and I and I and that's, that's falsification on their part because they're not sending out a a helper to scan those packages and then to to be reliable to those packages. I think it's crazy. They suspended PCMs until further notice, but then they're giving out helper sheets. I, I don't understand it. How are we maintaining? We can't, we can't maintain social distancing at a PCM, so we're going to suspend them until further notice. However, you're going to have a helper sitting next to you all day. All right, that makes sense. Ah, bullshit. I, 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 you know, whatever, man. Well, speak, speak, speaking about packages getting lost, how about you have PBDs and they got... Helpers and they cause helping them deliver. Oh, by bags. the way, they canceled. We were supposed to go to uh, another PBD uh, arbitration. Uh, arbitration on the twenty sixth, and they canceled it. And of course, you know, our the union wanted to do a virtual, uh, right? A, a hearing, virtual, a virtual hearing. They, I knew they were going to come up with excuses not to have that hearing to postpone it because of peak seasons here. Mm, Hello. Of course. So we offered the verb the Zoom meeting. To be in the Zoom, and they said, "Now we want to do everything in person." Of course, I don't, you know, of course. But if it was a discipline type of Zoom thing, they would take it right away. Right. Oh yeah, you know, because It'd now, be like, please, yeah, because we'll the PBD shit, you know, they want to extend their fucking, you know, because after this peak season's over, guess what? The next fucking arbitration for that is in February. Yeah. So of course they these these motherfuckers they got lawyers that get paid good money to do these type of shits. So now we gotta wait till February to hear the last of the PVD case, right. which I think they're gonna well, we fucking lose. Gonna I hope the, they lose. We weren't gonna get the ruling anyway before until next peak anyway. Yeah, so. we probably weren't gonna get the ruling anytime soon anyway. We won't get the ruling 
by this peak, but we'll definitely get a ruling before next peak. So oh, yeah, that cool. that that that'll be well, that's the company, man. Whatever, man. <sighs> it is what it is. I encourage everybody to put, put pen to paper for every PVD that meets you. That mm-hmm. is correct. But uh, we do have grievances out there that we're giving out. Right now, I, I just picked up 60 grievances from one center. Uh, they have two types of grievances. You have the type of grievance for the PVD that comes to the center and pick up the packages from the center. Right. And that's another problem I have also because I was standing there one and they talk and they walk people out for clean in and clean out act in these buildings. Yeah. When you walk in and you go through security and or that's whatever. That's exactly what I was getting there. All right. So these motherfuckers, I stood there and watched and filmed the guy drive his wrecked car into the facility without security stopping him, number one. Number two, he gets out of the car. Before he goes to take out the packages from his trunk, he goes to wherever, he goes to the bathroom. He walks to the to the bathroom, blah 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 blah. Like like he owns the goddamn place. Yeah, he knows where everything is. And then you know what is the chances of him grabbing a fucking package? And this is what the crazy part is. After he empty out whatever he had to empty out, he gets back in his car. No security around him. Rides right out of the fucking bay door, and no security check whatsoever. And we yeah. have part timers in my building that can't even bring in a, a, a bag. A bag. They can't bring in their cell phones. And it's can't bring in anything. And I and I told L. I said, I, I swear to you, you bring any fucking case to me about cleaning and clean out. Yo, this video is going to fucking shock the fuck out of you. Oh, let me see the video. No, I'll show it to you when you're ready to bring a you fucking member. Going down anyway, when you're ready know. to bring a member into the office, that's when I show you the fucking mm-hmm. video. Because like I just told you, that I saw a PVD with a helper. Did that help? That helper, this company don't even know about that helper. All right, you gentlemen, we, we got a, a, a really good question here in the chat room. Don't um, cut me off for no question. It, well, this is, this, is, <laughs> this is something because now that, now that uh, Friday is a, is a ground day and not an air day, Course Airs 804 says, can you explain why uh, the post uh, on the website was mentioned? Uh, you guys remember when last year Local 804 did the the santa we had the santa at the at the hall and we were able to sit right. down with santa and the kids and bring your kids and everything uh, Irish movie. right we watched the irishman that was one of the movies that we had put on that they had put on for us uh and oh, they put some movies on for the kids did you read the whole thing yeah well that's why i'm getting to it okay. what he wants to he know is he's joking yeah he said santa's a teamster why is he working the day after thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> no, but the part I see is no one. No, can, it says here, no one can make Tony you work. Tony takes everything serious. No, 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 man. because he says no one can make you work. And then he says, with the exception of twenty two threes and others covered under the Article Four air language. Oh, I'm Did sorry, you read that part? Right. I just, once I so saw, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's, sorry about that. It's all right, but that Santa thing was funny. Nice one, <laughs> Corsair. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? That's why twenty two threes and some air drivers are confused because. You know, last year on the website when they they did the Santa Claus thing, they did it put them as exempt as an exemption. So well, Eric, and the Vinny Vinny is an exception. Vinny, we did that, and we can't do it this year because of the COVID. Obviously, thing. yeah. But just to show you, you could do something better than go to work. You know, than than spend time with your family, on. man. That is priceless. To me, it's priceless. <laughs> So Joe Doherty states, uh, Cobra, if you read what he wrote, if it's air only, it's four hours guaranteed. And if it air only, you you have a written request now that's in ground. You you 
fine. What are you saying, Joe? Yeah. Joe, can you write properly, please? He can't. He can't call. You have to request it. So you have to request Wait, it. But see, it's a ground he's, day. He's calling in. Let's see if he don't okay. have any feedback before right. we put him on. Okay. He has feedback. Oh, Joe. I can't. Joe, you're killing us, Joe. Really sorry. All right. Real What's quick. Now? Real quick, Joe. We're Go good. Ahead. We're good. Um, okay, so a lot of the a lot of the um, the confusion is because because it used to be an air only day, we went by Article Forty. Correct. So they could force they could force ground drivers in. They could they could get air right, drivers right. in. Now they now they can't do that. Right. Right. So we, now they they can't force people in. They can't. Um, with Article Forty, when it was only air days, they the first yes. ones that are are there are the air drivers. Those are the first air drivers they, that put then in. They, and then, then they, they don't bring have in enough RCPDs, right? And then with the lowest seniority, right? If they don't have enough, they start from the bottom up and force people in. Only if it was airs, but now that is ground. Only if now that they it's ground, all that's force thrown out. No one in. So yes, exactly. That. All that's thrown out, and, and it's still granted TA hours. And that's the thing. When with air, when it was Article Forty, you were guaranteed four hours. Oh my God, it's so noisy over here. And you, you had to request four for hours, eight. And you had to put in a written request for eight hours. Now that's out. You are guaranteed your eight hours because it's not air only. That's correct. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. Bye. Way to drive go, safe. Joe. Drive safe. And that's our uh, brother Joe out in Uniondale. Uniondale. They said they <laughs> lost audio. Who lost audio? Uh, Joan Elaine. Joan, you lost audio? Did anybody else lose audio? I don't know. She, I hope not. Well, it's, it's, it, everything looks good from this part. Anyway, we are, we are recording this show. Uh, it, we're, since we are away, it, it goes into the, um, show reel. Right after the show, it goes into the show reel, and then I put into podcasts later on in the week. But, uh, the show is being recorded. Whatever you miss, you can go on to the show reel right after the show, and it will be right there for you. I got a nice little announcement to make. Uh oh. We broke a thousand members on our Facebook page. Finally. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want to say thank you to all the people that joined in. I mean, you know, it's not 3,000 or more yeah. like Mr. Greg Kerwood has on his retirement. People care more about their retirement than they do about listening about contract negotiations and contract uh, and, and IBT elections and, uh, you know, uh, whatever language that we fight about or, or debate about. Listen, political-wise on that page, I delete everything that has to do with trump and biden right. even though i'm a biden guy uh, i'm not a trump guy so i'll biden? let you guys no, i could have swore you voted for trump I, you know it just <laughs> you know yeah i'm a biting oh. he's biting i like to he's bite biting his motherfucker he's, he's definitely this not motherfucker talking about my english is not very good looking <laughs> i'm just asking this, you man are you serious Wait, right now hector are you biting man no i do biting man <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> So anyway, he said almost eight thousand. He said to our kid, "What? Yeah, what? <laughs> Jesus! Who that? That's Greg. Yeah, I think tell, we should have tell, Greg on the so, show more hey, often and hey, start speaking tell, about retirement. Tell, tell so, thank you. Speaking about numbers, tell you see, you. everyone sees here yeah. on the pie, on the on the air that it's ninety four thousand people. Those are ninety four people that registered that first time registered to come in to see the show. You know, mm -hmm. to hear right, the show." Right. Um, we don't get 94 listeners. We yeah. get like 22, you know, right now, 22 listeners. But my podcast is the one that gets, you know, out right, the podcast right. is the one that gets a lot of hits. Uh, we get over 1,300 downloads, and I can prove it. 
Uh, <laughs> I can prove the download. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's hey, thir- hey, listen, like I always say from the beginning of the show, from my first time getting on the air, if I have one listener or a thousand listeners, I'm still going to continue with this show because the, sh- the members need to know what's going on as far as contract talks and uh, uh, a contract book talk and education. That's all it matters about. Well, well he, just he, in case, I know you probably don't know, but the reason why there's not a lot of members on there right now because simultaneously there's also a building meeting, a Zoom building meeting that's going on for Forster and Forsterville. That's what you see me on. Oh, so that's what you are. They have it started at two o'clock. Yeah, so we would have got how about many a, people? We would have got about another ten I listeners. <laughs> but either way, uh, I want to give a shout out to the Forster Avenue stewards who put the Zoom meeting together. I think it's a great idea. I think members around the local or even around the country, if you're having trouble doing building meetings, building lot meetings, Zoom is a great way to to have your meetings on the weekend. You can do it on a Sunday like we do, like we have church every every couple of months. Then, you know, it's it's a way for members to get the word out, train the new ones coming in, you know, bring them in the fold. Uh, I believe that this was a great idea. Antoine Andrews, Juan Acosta, uh, Cockrell, and, uh, and and Eugene Braswell. What you drinking on, fool? What you sipping on, fool? What Come on, man. On, you don't I even know how to one. say it right. <laughs> <laughs> what boy, you sipping boy. on, fool? What you Big shout out to those guys at Force Drive. You're putting the Zoom so why, What together. are they doing? What are they doing? What are they saying? I, I don't know. I can't. Well, they're talking the about a few things. Yeah. I, I'm saying uh, what, why they, they did that. Why? What are they doing? I mean, is there something going on? Well, there's a lot of things. It has to do with the seniority violation. But you're from Foster, and you're from Foster. Why are you not on it? Well, we're doing the show, and I let them know that I couldn't be on because I would be doing the show. Seniority violations, Black Friday, management, television. Do you have a lot of people listening to it? Yeah, there's Uh, a lot of people on here. Yeah, so what's a lot of people? Are you on the the Zoom right now? Yeah, he is. He is. It's on. I'm, I can't hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's paying. He's 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 not like you, man. He pays attention. Oh, man. <laughs> I've joined everyone. I was on the one yesterday. Where were you, Jamie? We mm. we had a little pre uh, a pre uh, shop steward to to get prepared for today's yesterday, and uh, it went pretty well. But I told them, you know, had, listen. I, I, I see they had one at twelve o'clock too. Yeah, that was the one yesterday. So, that, so that's not a TDU today. meeting. No. Okay, that's just. Forster, shop stewards, right. informing the members. Correct. That's great. I, yeah. yeah, I encourage all I think, of this. I think all shop stewards should do that. Yeah, building you know, service. They yeah. should have, uh, you know, even, you know, like if if Manhattan North shop steward wants to do a Zoom meeting with the uh, Brush Avenue uh, shop steward, you know, they could all. Yeah, talk I about what's going on I think that's a great local. idea. Good idea. Absolutely. Well, normally, they try to... But what kills me too is, and I always there's the black clouds coming. Uh-oh. So we do we do a general membership meetings that you know maybe three hundred to three ten or maybe you know it depends on what time of the year it is. Is it for uh, nominations? Is a whole is over a thousand people that come to the general membership meeting. Join the regular general membership is about three hundred. And I get that people can't get there because it's in Long Island and whatever the case may be, and they don't have. Hold on. No, that's that's, that's you. One, that's one of the uh, why? speakers. But why are you? No, no, no. I just uh, I just put it on just to. Jamie turned this off because he was it was coming through the feedback. But anyway, so the three hundred comes in to uh, to the membership, and now we made it even more 
easy. easy so you can stay home, get on your phone or uh, be on the computer to be at the general membership meeting. And crazy is that is is easier and your home and less people are coming. You get 300 people still, you know, it's like over we we were now over, I think, 8000 members in local 804. So it's just that I was at the last general membership membership meeting in bed. Membership. Membership. Oh, membership. My English is not your, very your, good looking your, your English is not very good looking either. We're fucked, bro. We got two English masters here. We have the guy that, you know, with all the questions. Then you English have... masters. Get yeah. out of here with that shit. Yeah, he's got a fucking degree in English. <laughs> I, got a, I have a degree from Harvard. Fucking, yeah. Ah, fucking. I studied at top of my class. Uh, would you like a spot of tea? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was at the last meeting in bed. I stayed in bed. I had my computer on my lap. I was watching... It's so easy, man. I, you know, that shit is like... You know, as long these, as nobody can see me. And you know, the funny thing is, these kids these days, where they're doing the homeschooling now, they're like, ah, I want to be at school. Sometimes when when it was time to go to school and they were no homeschool, they didn't want to go to school. And now that they can stay home and be right, you're talking to my kids don't want to go and they're loving this homeschooling. Oh, I yo, I wish it was back in our time. Oh my god. Oh my god. I dread. I dread getting up in the morning to go to that fucking school. Believe me, but whatever. And you can tell (laughs) because my English is not very good looking. Listen, it doesn't matter. People love to hear you speak all the time. This yeah. is why they listen to the show. That no, they listen because of you guys. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm just a, we, anyway. You started a long time ago before we even. It's got ten here. minutes before three o'clock, and we're gonna have William ha- uh, Hamilton yep. from Local One O Seven uh, call up the radio show. He is uh, from Philadelphia. And um, it's, it's a lot of uh, shit going on in Philadelphia, and I guess uh, with the local six two three, which is Richard Hooker's local. Um, we have not a lot of questions. We, we we don't we didn't get a lot of questions, but I'm gonna be asking, you know, my favorite questions, you know, with the red vest, black vest, and uh, what you're gonna do differently with the transparency because Hofford, the Hoffers has never had a transparency. They are. Uh, they won the election for so many years, and they hide behind a rock, right, the whole time. And members couldn't call the, the, the palace and ask. I'm getting a feedback from somebody. Who am I? You? No, oh, okay. So, uh, so he'll be calling in at three o'clock Eastern time here. If you have any questions that you want to ask, I guess I'll live chat. One of the guys will yeah, read out. You'll be re- reading the chat. So Absolutely. he'll ask questions to uh, William uh, Ham- Hamilton. Right? Yeah. Okay. Am I right? Okay. And we're also going to have on, oh, this is a good one, on December 6th, dun, 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 we're going to have Dan Kane no. on the radio. Wow. wow. And you know who brothers that is? Yeah. That's, oh, wow. Is that the King, the King guy? Yes. Oh, that's wow. Walter King's brother. And that's going to be some show to listen to here at the What the Heck Show with Tony Rosario and Jamie Holligan. Oh, wow. Uh, that's going to be a show that you probably want to yeah. listen because that's the King brother of Walter King. I, I always was wondering that. <laughs> What's the Are father's they, name again? <laughs> uh, I don't know the father's name, but... He's a president of another local, and he's got a brother with it. I don't, I got, I'll find out the information. I know the two, the, the, his brother Walter and, and I the just father. Wanna know. 
of both harvesters. And it's great that it's going to be on December 6th because it's right after Thanksgiving. So I want to know <laughs> how was that Thanksgiving yeah, dinner? Yeah, that's going to make up for an awkward holiday. Uh, <laughs> that you have harvester on one side and one uh, going uh, into the odd slate. But well, that's on December 6th here on the What The Heck Show. And then on December 20th, we'll have Lindsay uh, from Local 3. Nine nine. She's she doesn't she doesn't represent any UPSers or anything. But she's uh, three nine nine. The film industry in Hollywood. Uh, she's going. Hollywood. She's going to be on the slate. And if you see her on Facebook, she got all these tattoos. She like she's a real. You know. How long are they giving you to talk to them? They're giving me half an hour tops, whatever. But you know, whatever we can get. It's good. It is what it is. They're not no uh, Chris Silver, right? right. Silvera. 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 That he just went on with, he didn't, care. he didn't care how long he was on the radio, but they give you a certain, and I respect that. You okay, know, they're yeah. taking time out of their day Absolutely. on a Sunday. They could be doing something else with their family and they right. call in the radio show. So I, I, I give them the props for even calling up and saying what they, yeah, what they want to say. And also, I just want to give you guys a heads up. I did reach out to the Vamra, Vamra Slate. Uh, to get on the radio wow. and no one you responded. You said it right. I said it right. I have to say it right because I heard from the, the grapevine that because I say Viagra, they don't want to get on my show. So now I'm saying it right. <laughs> I'm saying it right. And Ron Herrera, I reached out to Ron Herrera. I'm not no going to call way. him. No that. way. Not. I'm not going to call hey, him that. Pluto, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I reached out to all the uh, Hoffer uh, that's running with the... With that slate, and no one has responded. Go figure. I figured. I, I knew yeah. that was going to happen because they're not transparent. They don't want to, you know, let the let our the brother know. Darren Schuler wants to know if you've reached out to Rick Hicks. At I will be reaching out to Rick Hicks. Rick Hicks will be coming on our show. I didn't get any confirmation yet, but he'll be coming on our show sometime in February. Rick Hicks will be on the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. Uh, will be sometime in February. I haven't gotten a confirmation. Now you know Sean O'Brien has a a um, what do you call those guys that that deals with all his uh, a campaign manager. Uh, there you go. Yeah, but it was, his, my, it was tip of my right. tongue. He's got a campaign manager, so I he put me into in cahoots Touch with him. With his, yeah. So I, me and him are talking. Uh, Brian, thank you for getting me who I needed to get. Uh, I'll be talking to more to Brian uh, for more like Rick Hicks and anybody else that wants to get on the radio to show the the, the members that they are going to be transparent and that there's there's no nothing hidden. They're gonna run a slate the is, way. And just so you guys know, we will be having Vinny Perone back on the air. He is going to be talking about his run for trusteeship. Really, bro? Really? Uh, um. Oh, wait, wait till Vinny hears this. <laughs> it wasn't me, Vin. Nah, um, so we're going to have Vinny Perone back on the show, but he's not going to be just dealing with local 804 issues. He's going to be on the show as one of these uh, trustees running on the slate with the Oz and Yo. taking questions from around the country. Uh, as no, far he's as, not leaving 804. Uh, and no, he is not leaving 804. And I'm going to be having uh, the shop steward that just won shop steward. Uh, uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Galano. Oh, snap. Oh, Listen, I have nothing against Alejandro. Never did, never. I, I, he's a straight-up guy to me. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but you cannot tell me 
his bad habits to about. Well, I was listening. You back, can't. I've been listening back to past shows, and I heard that you guys had a little tiff. But, yeah, but know, on the shows we, I was listening to, we always to, had. We always gonna have a dis, uh, agree to disagree. You're gonna have it with me. Right. He's gonna have it with me. He's gonna have it with me. But that's the way it is. That's how not we me. learn from each other. Yes. What happened? Not me. What do you mean, not you? No disagreements with us. Well, we we're ag- buddies. We, we always disagree with you. Who are you talking about? You we fucking no show, no show. No call, no show. I had to defend you on the last show. You almost lost your job. You hadn't started. You're lucky you had a steward like me trying to protect your job. Yeah, what did you wind up with? Can I get my two announcements out before you start? Oh, you have an announcement? Go ahead. Just to let everyone know, if you're a part of the local 804 Federal Credit Union, they have a 2021 college scholarship program. You need to, comp- if you want to apply for the scholarship program, you can complete and return the application by January the 8th of 2021. Also, for the for the fellas or for the members that's out in in Forster and Forsterville, Amazon is opening up two buildings in our area. One on 2300 Linden Boulevard. That's on the corner of Linden and Linwood. And one on twelve, well, twelve thousand five hundred fifty-five Flatlands Avenue. That's on the corner of Flatlands and Atkins. Just to let you know to be aware, they're coming. You can take it in. Remember that. <laughs> that goes out to the new style shop store, Alejandro. When are we having him on the show? I don't know. Is he going to be gonna a guest? Come. He's gonna come whenever when he's gonna come whenever he uh, feel like. <laughs> well, Alejandro, hit us up. You already know. I'm sure you got yeah, Hector's number three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. We'll be more than happy to have you on the show, uh, especially now that you won the shop steward election. You can talk to us a little about what's going on in your building, and uh, I believe he's what Queens North. Yeah, no Manhattan. Manhattan North. North. Okay. Get it right. Oh, it, Manhattan North that's shop steward. That's his right. name in the chat. Ah, I see. Yes, Manhattan North Shop Stewart. Now, he said sometime in January. Yeah, he said sometime. Yeah, he's got to get his hair done and all that, you know. So <laughs> he's like me. He looks like me, actually. No, I think he's got. A, yeah, he's got a haircut like yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's got to get his makeup guy and all that, you yeah. know, like you that, do. Well, that's when we do the Facebook live shows. You know, you have to pay for my hair and makeup. Hello. Okay, here he is. Uh, William Hamilton's on okay, the Okay, William okay. Hamilton's on the air. Hold on, folks. We're going to get him in here right now. Hello, you're on the What the Heck show Hi, on Union Power. Is this uh, Mr. Bill Hamilton? Yes, it is. Do you prefer William or Bill? Bill. Bill's fine. All right, Bill. Uh, you got a couple of listeners on the air today. Uh, before we start our questioning, uh, is there anything uh, you would like to tell us a little about yourself, what you've done, what you've accomplished to this point, and why you're running on the Osley? Sure. Um, I'll give you a, beep, a brief bio. Uh, I served in 101st Airborne in the military in Vietnam. Oh. I got out, started driving a truck, been drove, drove a truck for 35 years oh. until I became an elected business agent at Local 107 and eventually got elected president. I also am the president of the Joint Council in Pennsylvania and I'm president of the Pennsylvania Conference of Teamsters. Uh, so I've been around for 52 years, 51 years, and I'm a proud Teamster member and I've always serviced the members and uh, believe in transparency, as as you guys have been discussing. Wow, that's quite a resume, Mr. Hamilton. I did not know you served in the military. Thank you for your service. And thank you for your service as a teamster. Wow, 30 years in the... um, How many years did you uh, drive a truck? 35. 35 years on a truck. Was that for... Can you say what company? 
drove for several. I drove for McLean Trucking in the beginning until they went out of business. Uh, they went Chapter 11. And then I worked for New Penn and uh, some many other companies, YRC. Wow. Okay. Well, I tell you, that's I didn't I didn't know that's the kind of stock you came from, and that's good to hear. That's for sure. Um, okay. So we're going to start our questioning here. We got one question here. Which one is this one from? Uh, is that Robert? Uh, Robert Curie. Curie. All right, Robert Curie. Robert Curie asks, Mr. Hamilton, you've been a loyal supporter of Hoffa since the 90s. What has he done differently that you don't support him any longer? You and O'Brien are still technically on his slate. You supported concessions after concessions and never spoke out against it until yourself could benefit for political gain. Why should the members now look past decades of these deeds and now all of a sudden trust that you have their past interest at heart when you didn't demonstrate that over the past decades of supporting and running with Hoffa? Best interest at heart for some reason, I put past reason at heart. That's coming from Robert Curie, no, Mr. No, Hamilton. No, that's wrong. That's not from Robert. It's from an huh? unknown. That's from an unknown? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. sorry. I didn't want to do unknowns, but okay. Sorry about that, Bill. No, it's but okay. I'd love to answer the question. Uh, number one, uh, we haven't always agreed on the executive board. Nobody gets the minutes of each executive board meeting. I haven't agreed with Mr. Hoppe's policies for several years. In fact, to be more specific... The last UPS contract, when they voted to implement the contract, there were several of us on the e-board that voted against it. In fact, I was so against it because I thought they blackjacked the employees, uh, especially up in Local 30 and 249 in central Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania, uh, where they implemented the contract and refused to give them their pension increases because they didn't vote for the contract. They, as part of the condition of voting for a contract, that particular contract, as you guys probably all know, is that you had to pass it. If you didn't pass it, you weren't going to get the increases. And then Hoffa chose to implement the contract under the two-thirds rule, which we totally disagree with. I traveled out to Western Pennsylvania, spoke to Local 30 at a meeting, took a lot of shit over it, and uh, was labeled as a Hoffa supporter. But by the end of that meeting, after I explained to them, that's not why I'm here. I'm here to get your pension back on the table. And I'll, I'll promise you I will vote against any implementation of any contract so I'm not about concessions, and I'm not about bowing down to a company like UPS, because nice. UPS has the power to, to influence people in a negative way, and they, they have a lot of employees, it's true, but they also wield a lot of power and influence over those employees, and, and they can intimidate their employees very easily by these tactics, and we don't quite frankly agree with it. O'Brien and I both voted against it when we were on the executive board, and I did more than vote against it. I went out to Western Pennsylvania to meet with the people, and we successfully got them their pension increases. But at the end of the day, um, they were very unhappy about the implementation, as was I. And I think that's something that's going to be changed under the Oz slate, and we will make sure that constitutional uh, perk is, is eliminated. All right. That's... That's a great answer, Bill. Thank you for that. I'm sure a lot of members listening are happy to hear that. So this one in particular comes from one of your fellow Philadelphians, uh, Joni Lane Miller. I'm sure you probably know who she is. She's, a, uh, yeah, she's yeah, an outspoken teamster. Uh, she wants to know, 
What authority, Mr. Hamilton, do you have to override 623's charter, which states that any new UPS facility within the city limits and zip codes of Philadelphia becomes exclusive to local 623 and award that facility to local 384? Thank you in advance from Miss Joni Lane Miller. Uh, it's, it's probably a two-answer question. Um, number one, I am not, there is no, there is no uh, undermining local 623's authority. Uh, local 384's charter says the same thing. It's, most charters, we've got 24 local unions in the city of Philadelphia. So m mostly every single union in the city of Philadelphia has the same charter, Philadelphia and vicinity. And theirs reads the same at 384. Now, the truth of this question lies in there isn't any change of operations file. There isn't even a building to go to. There's, there's a building that was proposed by UPS about it's in between local three. Well, it's, it's probably about seven miles from local 384's current building. Um, it's up in Northeast Philadelphia. They haven't even put any shovels in the ground it's probably two years away from arguing it out because um, the neighbors don't want it there so we're not sure where the building is going to go um local 623 did file jurisdiction uh, i certainly can't recommend to our joint council panel given rec given uh jurisdiction over a building we don't know exists or where it exists and in fact, there hasn't been, it wouldn't, wouldn't be fair to any members to start making decisions like that before a UPS change of operations panel actually has the facts and the company actually files the case and they hear the case and find out how many employees are going to be gone from where. We don't know any of that yet. So I, it's, it's premature to issue and render a decision that awards any local jurisdiction over a building yet to be built and don't know when and don't know how many people or where they're going from well thank you um i i'm sure joni miller joni lane miller is uh is she in the chat room right now she is she's saying that the the ibt legal team says it belongs to local 623 and there's no debate about it okay well, the ibt's legal team uh didn't speak to me about it and i did speak to look to to the lawyers at uh the ibt and gary whitland in particular so the, the international can't rule on something that doesn't exist. So somebody's lying to somebody from the international. It wouldn't be the first time. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Hamilton. This one is the one from Robert Curie. Uh, here he says here, Bill, as the Teamsters Express Division Director, I want to know how you were able to get such a strong contract for DHL Teamsters across the country. The contract you negotiated, including a $5 pay raises and no givebacks at all. How were you able to get us a better contract than UPS received from happy DHL Teamster, Robert Curie? Did you hear that? Yes, I heard it. Uh, it it's it's particularly gratifying that contract came together the way it did um and i had to take my hats off to the dhl members across the country um they were unified they knew what they wanted and this company bent to the will of the people's power not bill hamilton's i was just a conduit i negotiated the contract i brought back to the company what i thought that the the men wanted and we maintained all our benefit packages 
Um, we even build on the benefit packages because if one local, we, we negotiated a, a, a blended rate where if you needed a dollar an hour this year and you only spent 50 cents of it for benefits, you carry it over to the next year. You don't lose it because you don't spend it. So by the end of the year, the contract years, the five years, whoever, and some planes are in trouble around the country, you know, Philadelphia's isn't, um, we haven't had an increase in the rate in two years. And I sit as a trustee of Philadelphia's uh, Health and Welfare and Pension Fund. But at the end of the day, the members of DHL stood firmly together, sent a loud, clear message to the company that they weren't going to take their crap. And, uh, you know, we, they propelled. They, they, they knew, the company knew that we had the people. That's what makes the difference. It's not just the leader. Uh, thank you very much, Bill. Um Mr. Carl Morial, is there another question you can read off for him? Mr. Hamilton, uh, Greg Kerwood has a question. He wants to know, do you support rank-and-file members on the UPS negotiating committee? Absolutely 100%. There's, there's no reason not to have them there. They're the ones on the ground every day. They understand the issues better than anybody, better than the people negotiating the contracts. They know what goes on every single day at UPS. And if you take your foot off the gas pedal at UPS, you're going to get run over. So um, I absolutely endorse members being there. I bring my members to negotiations. So should be no different at UPS. All right, Bill. Uh, a big question that we've been asking to all the uh, candidates that have been running with the Oslate, and, and I'm sure that you, you have your take on this, uh, we were dealing with the multi-salaries, the bloated salaries that a lot of people feel have been unfair over the years when people are collecting two or three separate salaries from being the IBT, the president, the joint council and all of that. Um, how do you feel about that moving forward? Do you feel that it's something should be done? Is there some trimming of the fat that can be done there? How do you feel about it? Well, and, and certainly there's there's multiple salaries involved. There's multiple salaries involved in, in lots of industries around around the country. <clears throat> However, it, it, there's a there's a reasonableness to it too. Um, um, I'm the president of the Joint Council, and I get paid twenty thousand a year for that. That's not a lot of money to run a whole Joint Council with a hundred thousand people. So it, it, it's the level of of compensation more than should they be compensated <clears throat> sure do, should directors that are running a whole division that spend their weekends and you know it's almost if you, if you wear another hat it's almost like a ups driver when they work saturday and sunday they get paid time and a half and double time so it shouldn't be any different for a union officer when you get in if you're wearing multiple hats and you're actually doing the work yeah bill this is hector i, I just want to get on that topic so I just want to let the members know, did you put yourself in that position or members elected you in that position? I was elected uh, every single time. I just had an election at Pennsylvania Conference when it was, was a white ballot. I that election Local 107. That's white ballot. Um, and the last three elections I ran at Joint Council was white ballots. So I was elected the first time. There was opposition. I was elected. Right. And that's why I wanted to let the members know that because of these multi uh, uh, salaries, it's not because you're the president of local 107 and you decided I want to be the president of local. I mean, of Joint Council 53, you was elected into those positions. So, yes, you know, 
that's what comes with the salary. That's what comes with the territory, yeah. right? I always thought it was more than twenty grand too. That's that's not really a lot of money to run a a joint council. Um, okay, so this next question goes out to a lot of the other members as well. This is dealing with the Kolar. A lot of people feel that it's unfair for workers to make the same amount of money across the board when there are some states where people are paying a lot more money to live. Like the cost of living is just so hard in some places where guys are living check to check. And then in other places, they're living like kings because the cost of living is so low. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I, I feel that's an inadequacy that's been built into this country over, gosh, 200 years of inequality and, and mistreatment of people and workers. Um, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a difficult thing to change. What we have to focus on is making sure, okay, if a guy lives in New York, close to living, it's going to be a whole lot higher than a guy that's in Colorado. We recognize that. But we're also about equality and pay. We, we, we don't want a, a UPS driver making $17 an hour in Colorado because the cost of living is less and a guy making $30 an hour, $32 in New York. Um, we don't believe that's the, the way to do it. We believe we should just get everybody's raises to a, to a point where they have a comfortable cost of living. And uh, the cost of living hasn't even been kicking in in the contracts because of the inflation levels, even though our wonderful uh, president did such a great job. I say that sarcastically. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the inflation levels are down. They may be artificially inflated down, but there hasn't been any COBRAs. Uh, I mean, COBRAs, cost of living increases uh, for the past several years in all the contracts, the freight contracts, the UPS contracts, the DHL contract. We didn't have any cost of living in the last three years. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that that's how you feel. Um, real quick, uh, a, a lot of us suffered a severe contract issue over the last contract negotiation where where uh, over 200,000 members voted or almost 200,000 members voted uh, against this contract when we all knew this 22-4 two-tier job was going to you know not work out for us. And it was it was because of the two thirds rule, and I'm sure you've heard it many many times that that this was implemented and pushed upon us and rammed on our throat. What would you do uh, to help encourage people against the two thirds rule to fight against the two thirds rule? And how do you feel about the two thirds rule? Well, I I, I I weighed in earlier on this, but I'll I'll reiterate that I am against the two thirds rule. I voted against implementation of the UPS contract when I was on the executive board, and as I still am, and so did Sean O'Brien. Um, we voted against it. We don't believe in it. We believe it should be constitutionally removed. And if we go to the convention, if they have a convention next year, it will be part of our agenda to put on the con. I'm on the Constitution Committee. Um, that will be proposed to be changed so that 51% rule will be the new rule, not, not two-thirds. 51%, the people turn a contract down, it's turned down. And that would put UPS and every other company on the back of their heels because they won't have control as much as they had in the past. And I think um, when, when they see the will of the people, they should at, at, at least – respect the will of the people and i think that will probably give us a greater negotiating capacity in the future to get more things done and to remove the bad language thank uh, you so much mr hamilton i got a i got a question for bill uh, for uh, william um 
talking about the conference in 2016 uh you did wear a red vest and we did try to get some uh language brought out there when hafisa brought out the language and everybody just said yes to whatever hafer said i want to know how what difference with you now that you are with the oscillate how are they treating you the hafers right now the the the, the hafer uh, the uh, Hoffa supporters. Yes. Well, it's you know it's it's difficult to really uh, not not real well, but um, it's difficult to judge all of that because since this COVID has hit and it's sort of put people in isolation. You're not meeting with people. You're not getting together. The committees aren't meeting. Everything's being done virtually. So any negative uh, attitudes that they may have or may not have towards me really. I haven't seen much, but it doesn't matter to me because I think the people that have taken over from Hoffa to start their slate, the Varma slate, are totally inexperienced people. They don't, a lot of them don't know what they're doing. They, they don't have the capacity to make decisions that sometimes are, you know, they're, they're not the most popular decisions. You got to make them. But I have not been a yes man, nor has Mr. O'Brien on this executive board, contrary to what people may feel, because the, the executive board is a majority of the people that agree with them. Doesn't mean that we always agreed with them. We voted against many things and we've had our arguments inside that executive board office from politics to pensions we, we, we didn't agree with the way they approached the pension problem we have in central states. We think it's totally been mishandled. And at this point in time, we're, we're in dire straits because that pension is going to crash and burn in two years. So if we don't get legislation done, that's the kind of things that we haven't agreed with, with the Hopta administration on. And we'll continue to disagree with it. I wasn't put there by Mr. Hoppe. I was put there by the people that live and work in the East. That's who voted me in. That's who I serve. That's who I'll continue to serve and listen to. All right. Well said, Mr. Hamilton. Well said. Uh, Carl Morial, do you have another question for him? Mr. Hamilton, I have a, a two-part question. My, my first question is, how long? I'm not very well-versed in international uh, politics. How long have you been uh, running with Hoppe? I ran with Hoppe in 2008. Okay, so you've been with him for 12 years. My question yep. to you, my second question is, if he wasn't retiring and he was sticking around, would you would you continue to be on his slate or would you still have jumped ship over to what I would assume would be the Zuckerman slate, but we'll call it the O'Brien uh, Zuckerman slate? Correct. No, I, I would have been on, on the uh, Oz slate. Uh, I told half of that a year ago before he announced his retirement. Okay, thank you. Real quick, and uh, this is coming again from Philadelphia, your, your biggest fan, Joni Lane Miller. Why did you wait for now to advocate removing the two-thirds rule being on the Constitution Committee? I've been against it. How long have you been against it, Mr. Hamilton, so she can hear you loud and clear? I've been against it since the beginning, since I got on. We, you have to understand, when you have a Constitution Committee, they're all hand-picked people, and, and they're Joint Council Presidents. Um, so we didn't have a majority to overturn anything. We, when it came up at the executive board meeting, um, just before the UPS contract was uh, implemented, it came up for a vote there and we voted against it. Of course, we didn't have enough votes on the executive board because there's other people on the executive board that have been handpicked and put there. 
So we didn't have enough votes to overturn it. There was no possible way to do it. So as part of our platform now, that is part of the platform. So hopefully we get enough vice presidents elected that that will carry over through the Constitution Committee because then we will have the votes and there will be no implementation. They've screwed things up along the line from uh, geez, from FedEx freight to XPO, and they continue to mishandle things at the at the international that is that is going to threaten our jobs in the future. It's hurting us now. Um, we just went through uh, just to give you another example how everybody thinks that uh, when you're on a general executive board, you actually have the power to change things. You don't. Power comes just like a normal executive board in numbers. You have to have enough numbers on the executive board to change every, anything. And right now, we're in a disaster zone at the international. I can tell you that with these freight contracts we're negotiating with XPO. If you knew what they were trying to sell on the XPO contract, it would make your head turn. Wow. Okay. Um, and, and I'm sorry to bring you back here, but this, I guess the people in Philadelphia really want to know they feel that the IBT legal team said it does belong to Local 623. There should be no debate. And that you stated at February's joint council meeting that the building would be awarded to 384. That's not what I said. Um, the minutes will reflect it. What I said was 384 sent a letter to Local 107 asking for jurisdiction. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, and then I, after talking to all the parties, and I talked to 623, we just went through a hearing process several weeks ago, two weeks, last week, I think. And the decision hasn't been rendered yet. The IBT legal team has not weighed in, or do they have the ability to weigh in? There's nothing filed. There's not a change of operation filed. There's no jobs being transferred from any buildings right now. And it may not happen for two to three years. There's no way that we could make a decision now on a what if two or three years ago. What if they put the building five miles up the road and it's in Willow Grove? You, you have to understand the logistics isn't there. The city of Philadelphia hasn't even allowed a permit to be purchased yet because the, the, the people that live in that neighborhood are fighting this building tooth and nail. So they may have to go somewhere else. So to order to rule on jurisdiction, the international, I don't know who, the, who they're talking to at the international because the international doesn't talk to anybody about anything anymore. But I'd like to hear from that. Joni or anybody else. Who specifically are they talking to at the international? You're right about that, Bill, because the the, the Hoffa slay right now, they are not transparent with the members. So I don't know if she could get me some information on that, who who she got in that uh IBT because all we ever know. get is crickets. Well, yeah, crickets exactly. is what we get when we exactly. uh, send them emails or when they get called upon. It's like you don't get an answer for months at a time. And, and now that you're on that topic, uh, <laughs> with with the Osley, are you guys going to be transparent to all the members uh, as far as uh, information, education, and all the other stuff? I think it starts. Yeah, I think it starts with with the executive board, and with, not only that, with the people they hire around them, with people in the organizing department. You don't use an organizing department for your own political tools. They're supposed to be out there helping people organize and 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 teaching people the right way to do things, and they've ceased to do that. Now it's purely a political tool they're using as an internal 
faucet to turn on and off the water to, to people that support them. So, yes, we will be totally forthcoming. Uh, we have nothing to hide. And I'm glad, really, that finally we don't have all these people fighting against doing the right thing. I think it's important for us as a group and as a slate to recognize that the people are putting us in. It's the people who we serve. I, I've lived by that my whole life. And I'm not going to change now. And listen, I'm one of the guys that was hit over the head by Ron Carey. My, oh. my local was trustee shit, put emergency trustee ship in. Um, John Morris was running a joint council in Philadelphia that was nothing short of Gestapo. They took our building. They locked it down because we didn't agree with them. That's how the Hoffa slate started in Philadelphia because we were so abused. I had to go to federal court. Judge Bartle was the guy's name that put Local 107 back in charge of the building after the emergency trustee. So these are the things that I've been fighting, and I didn't I, I didn't like either side back then. But you know what? I, we survived it. We got through it. And just because you, you run with somebody, that doesn't mean that in the beginning they weren't doing a good job, but they certainly didn't end up doing the right things for the members, especially with the two-thirds rule and other stuff. Thank, thank you for your honesty, Bill, and I appreciate some of the history. We got one final question to you from our brother Jamie Holligan out of Brooklyn in New York. Uh, Jamie Holligan, go ahead, sir. How you doing, sir? Um, one quick question. How do you feel about a strike? Well, I think a strike is a last resort. Um, I don't think a strike uh, helps either side, but we have to use a strike as it's designed to be. It's a weapon. Mm -hmm. It's the only weapon we have in our arsenal besides putting pressure in politics, and we use that when we can, but it's the only weapon we have. If we don't use it and we never use it and we put it away, then it's a useless weapon. So I believe that strikes when timed right, when done properly, uh, are effective. And I don't think most companies can take a strike very long. Certainly, I don't think UPS could, especially with the way Amazon's growing and everybody else. But at the end of the day, a strike is used as a last resort, but it's a tool we, we have to have in our hands at all times. Okay, Bill, and I'm sorry, but this last question we have to get out before this we This is let the you last go. question. This is a good one. I would like to know, this is from Mr. Flores. I would like to know... What are the your five top priorities if you get elected? By what means do you intend to fulfill those priorities, and what time frame do you intend to do them in? Well, um, first thing I think we need to do is replace the organizing department and the people in it. Um, the second thing we need to do is we need to develop a set of policies for contract negotiations. We can't have people doing contract negotiations across the country unless they're properly trained. And there has to be. And the third thing is there has to be a proper line of communications to every local across the country to do the research when they're organizing and negotiating contracts for companies. Because when you do one contract wrong, it affects you everywhere else you go. Um, I, an example I can give you is they put me in charge of the FedEx campaign back five years ago. Uh, at the last convention, and it went nowhere. And it went nowhere because I, nobody would listen to the way things needed to be done. The, the previous caller talked about a strike. Well, we didn't have that tool in our toolbox 
because they weren't organized in, in cities that we could have that kind of power. So they didn't want to spend the money to do the right things. So they did things half-assed, and when you do things half-assed, you're just using it for political stuff. You're not getting anything done. So I went to the table with FedEx with four cities organized and wouldn't take any of the stuff they were throwing at us. So we walked away from it. Um, I'm not going to sign a contract that's inferior that would hurt UPS, for instance, and or DHL, for instance. But uh, as number four, I want to make sure we put the integrity back in the members' minds. When you see we mail magazines to everybody every month, nobody I, – I talk to our members. They don't even read the magazines. Uh, and they don't even understand what union they're in sometimes. And lastly, that's the most important thing we need to do is education. When we get these new members in, we need to have them sit down, let them understand that you're not just making $32, $33 an hour. You're making 20 some dollars an hour, $30 an hour in benefits. This is a $60 an hour job, for instance, you know, a UPS type job or a DHL type job. They have to know where those benefits are coming from how they got there. They didn't just show up yesterday. This this developed over 30 years of blood, sweat, and tears from the previous people that went before us. And these new people coming into our unions today don't have any work concept about how this stuff got here. And they just think they just walk in right off the street and just start making this money and nobody paid for it in their blood, sweat, and tears. And yes, strikes. So there's my five goals and, uh, you know, I think we're well within reach of that. We've got some real integrity at the top of the slate. And I, I think we're going to serve the members well. Wow. Mr. Hamilton, I have to say, uh, I didn't know much about you before. I was in Philadelphia when, when you were, we heard that you were going to go on the slate. And I have to say, I'm, I'm very impressed with the, uh, the, the amount of questions you answered and how you answered them. Uh, we want to thank you here at Union Power Radio for your time, for your transparency. Uh, thank you very much. We want to thank you for your service. Did not know you were a Vietnam veteran. Thank you. And, um, you know, uh, Godspeed. We hope everything works out for you guys with the Oz Slate. We are, a lot of us are rooting for the Oz Slate. There are a couple people that are skeptical. That's why we keep having some of your candidates on so you guys can speak your mind and tell people what you feel is going on and how you feel about these questions and on how you're answering these questions means everything to the people out there listening. So we want to thank you, Mr. Bill Hamilton, for giving us a little bit of your time. I'd like to thank you for having me on. And Hector, if you ever need me again, I'd be happy to come on. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Bill. I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know it was almost a last-minute thing, but you did it. You were transparent. Like, I always ask for the members to understand that the Oz Slate is the one uh, that they want to be transparent instead of the Hoffa Slate. So I'm glad you got on the radio. Thank you very much, Carl. No, thank you very much. Very informative. Thank you, sir, for coming and answering our questions. Appreciate it. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. All right. So that was Mr. William Hamilton. I tell you guys, I don't know, man. I, I tell you, I, I like the guy. I like what he had to say. I didn't know much about him before, but listening to his resume, listening to what he's done and how he's fought, I mean. Yeah, I knew nothing about him before, and it, w it was pretty good. But, I mean, 
Well, that's what we're here for. We want to have a lot of people don't know who he is. Oh, I don't know of him. The only one that could tell me anything about him is uh, six two three Hooker and uh, and Jonah Lane because they've been through it. So you well, know, Jonah Lane doesn't look too happy. Yeah, so. no, well, you know. She, oh, so she, what <laughs> makes Jonah Lane happy? So six two three is <laughs> Jamie. No, not even Jamie makes her happy. <laughs> I know what makes her happy. That was a good one. <laughs> but she got she got some points. You know, she's 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 a true teamster. Uh, sister and she 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 hey listen when she when she talks i listen yeah so that's, you know and uh, everyone that, should listen also and, and i hope she's, and she's not doing it because she's not a, a rookie she's been she's with, been she's been, she's been in she's the been trenches around. she's been in the trenches she's been around with those boots you know so what i'm saying so she's, is under his she's not a new jack so she knows what she's yes. talking about yeah, and she yeah. knows what she's uh but anyway, I want to I want to thank uh, William uh, Hamilton for coming to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. We're going to be doing that. Uh, we're going to continue doing uh, more candidates to come on to the radio show, to where you guys could have a a education of what your choice is going to be when it comes down to the IBT elections. And like I said before, last the last time. This election is going to be one of those elections that everybody's going to be confused because there's three elections going on at that time. It's going so, to be the IBT election, the convention election, and then the local election. So, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, shit, I got to vote again. Yes, you do. Every and vote, again. And again. That's right, because no <laughs> vote is a, a yes vote for whoever's in there. The difference. Local 804, you have to understand the difference. The IBT is the international that's for the whole Teamsters, not just Local 804. And we have our local primary elections that's just for our local. There's a difference. Please get involved and understand the difference in the election. Well, with any luck, maybe we won't have a Sorry, local election. I'm not sure. What? Oh, that was my Alexa. Alexa, oh. quiet. Um, Alexa, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whoa. That's what that's uncalled for. Yeah, hey, listen, why speak not? Speak to my Alexa like My that. Alexa at home, every time she talks, I say, shut the fuck up. She goes, I excuse her, I'll part your partner. Alexa, play me the Rocky theme song. No, fuck you, Alexa. Don't <laughs> that, play no Rocky. That's for William Hamilton. Original by Hollywood Symphony. Oh, my God. Shut that bitch off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> that's for that's for William Hamilton. When we went out to Philadelphia, this is what they were playing for him. Oh yeah, that's right. That's Why you right. didn't tell me that? I would have played it. I had it. I, I forgot about it. But just listening to him, I feel like you know we got to play a little bit of this for him. Got it. All right, um, Alexa, off. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he did answer the question. So he did. We, I I thought he probably would have been rushing to get us all because apparently he was a former. Uh, a half or so, as people would say. So no, you're right. He even I, answered some of the tough questions, Jamie. Yeah, he, and, he and as Hector says, on this show, we're gonna have candidates on, but it's up to you as the members to That's do right. your homework. Okay, we're and gonna ask give questions. You the I mean, I got I'm, three questions out of the whole time. You know, three questions. If you really want to know about and all this three were from Joan. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was one from Joan, the rest from. Uh, but anyway, if you really want to get into these uh, uh, candidates' heads of what you really want to ask them, send the me- send the question. Don't be afraid. I will you listen. If you want to be unannounced, I'll do unannounced. It doesn't matter. Just send me the questions, and we will read them out. 
You know, uh, we we read out Jonah Lane. We, that was I told what I tell you the first when I gave you that question, those questions. I said make sure you ask Jonah Lane's questions first because you know the last time it was a little uh, misunderstanding or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so here we are, and now the next candidate that's going to come to the What the Heck show is Dan Kane on December. Six. six. Right. December, December 6th, we got 6th, Mr. Dan Kane, Kane, Walter Kane's brother. That's right. This Walter should be an Kane. interesting well, conversation. Well, what, what I can say as far as, so far as far as the people that's coming here, he did, other than the local 804 people. He, Let me ask you a he, question. He was, he was, I'll say number two, it was Chris Silvera, then it was him that came, and they answered straight up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What, about what happened Juan to Wright? Campos? What happened to Wright? Juan Campos, Juan Campos, well, Campos. <laughs> Juan Campos I mean, was did, amazing. But he, yeah, yeah, Juan Campos. Yeah. <laughs> Palmer was on. Oh yeah, but I take that back. James right. Wright, Palmer. Did you Palmer, remember yeah, the show? Right. Right. Me. Have right. you been drinking? What you sipping no. on, fool? No, no. Listen, those are the shows. Those are the shows that he did no show, no call. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. That's, that's what why he don't remember. No, he came with us to Carl's house. Is that Zoom meeting still going on? What the fuck are they talking about? No, no, no. They said after the sh- after the Zoom was over and they finished talking that yeah. they were going to be taking questions from the members. So this could be the Q&A going on. Q&A. Yeah. I don't know. I can't hear it. So okay. I'm just watching it. Okay. Anyway. I hope they're not like calling on me because I'm like. I don't the- know. Apparently, I know. I, know I wish I, I could record name, it. I, I, I text. I text Antoine to let him know I'm on the radio. Okay. Right. If you if you if you missed the past show like Jamie did, you can go on the podcast, <laughs> the what the heck dot Listen, listen to me real carefully, Jamie, because if you let if you lost if you didn't hear the last shows, the what the heck show dot dot com. You can listen to all the shows from 2017, 2016, all the way back down. I had a guy that uh, that wrote to me that had an email. He says, ever since he started listening to the show and listening to you guys, that he's more into the contract now. And that's what I love to hear. Yeah. That members are now getting into the contract because they see certain things that you guys say and myself. That's why I'm here. And and I I started listening to the show when it would get me pissed off hearing the things that I'm hearing, and it would get me fired up and and I never stopped wow. listening. See that's, that's that's good for me. I that's love why that. we do it. That's why I spend the money. I don't give a shit uh, because it, if if you can educate one more person and and that would be great for me. That's my my, my thing. Well, I know Jonah Lane. Jonah Lane had a uh, a a person contact her to try to get in contact with me and then she was like what the hell is going on and then she found out that the guy was telling Jonah Lane that he's inspired by the show right so she he wanted to get in contact with me uh he never did but I don't know what's going on but anyway uh shout out to whoever it was oh, speak, speaking <laughs> of, shout out to whoever you were and please yeah. try to contact Hector the yeah, number is exactly. 340-347-407-405-347-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-407-
Well, pull up that, that article in the contract. Article, article three, section one. That actually tells you what your because I was I think I was reading that article and it said as long as you have an assigned eight hour day. So yeah. I don't know if they're trying to say if let's say you're you're because you got to understand some members are also trying to get over. Not that most of them are, but if you come to work, you should be entitled to an eight hour day, obviously. But let's say they 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 tell you that you're gonna go out and help this guy and that guy. You help That's like two or three people. You do like fifty stops. No, well, you, touch no. you should be entitled no. to the eight hours. No. Period. I think no, as soon as you walk no, in the door and clock in, you, no. you're entitled to eight hours. I refuse. No. So, where's the contract? Read it real quick. Read it real quick. Let's get it out. So I want to give a uh, to uh, everyone out there. The only one that responded was Kerwood. Uh, he sent a uh, self recording. Uh, remember, I, I let you oh, hear it right. the last time, right? Uh, saying that you know when he's not singing in the truck, he's listening to the what the heck? Sh I mean, to the Union Power Can Radio. Can we hear that? Can we hear that? Yeah, let me pull it up. But uh, keep talking, I guess. So let me pull it up. All right. Well, well he what is he singing? <laughs> well, article Article Three, I have it right here. Article 3, Section 1, I'm going to read it. Read it. Of the local supplement, the uh, yellow local. pages in the book. If you right. open that book, you will see white and yellow pages. The Again, guys, this is our local 804 supplement, not for everyone. Yours can be different if you're listening from somewhere else. In the Article 3, hours of work, overtime, supervisors working. Section 1, work week and overtime pay. The basic work week for all regular full-time employees should be 40 hours per week consisting of eight hour days, five days per week. Employees may be required by the company to work- Read the Bible, read the Bible. And in such event, <laughs> shall be entitled to overtime pay at the rate of time and one half for work performed on any day in excess of eight hours of actual working time. Here goes the good part. Any employee who is assigned to full-time work shall be afforded an opportunity to earn not less than eight hours of pay per day. So assigned can you, can to full-time Can you read that one more work. time, please, for the people in the back? Any employee who is assigned to full-time work shall be afforded an opportunity to earn not less than eight hours of pay per day. That means if you're a full-time employee, you're assigned to full-time work. That's it then. That's it. So it's eight hours, no doesn't, matter what. Doesn't mean you have to put a request in and write it. Uh, you want to hear? You want to hear it now? Yeah. This is Craig Kerwood from Local Twenty Five in Boston. When I'm not singing in my package car, I'm listening to Union Power Radio. All right. Big shout out to That's Greg that Kerwin. easy. It was like a like a two second bite. That's awesome. So anyone that uh, are, are true listeners to the What the Heck show, I put those commercials. I put that yes on the whole show. You know, throughout the week when you have people that just missed the show and they want to listen to past shows, I have it on live. And then I put these uh, these uh, the members, which is Kerwood. And he says that, you know, in between shows, it says, you know, he listens to the Union Power Radio. Please send it to me. Send it to me. Send me more. Yeah, send please. More. Give us your name and give us your local and tell us why you're listening or, or the reason for you listening. This is Craig Kerwood from Local 25 in Boston. When I'm not singing in my package car, I'm listening to Union Power Radio. It's that simple. Voice on it's that, that simple. He's got, a, he's got a good radio voice. He does, yeah, man. He put the he GQ does. voice. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, thank you. Thank you, Crowwood, uh, for sending me that. You didn't even hesitate. As soon as I put it out on the air, you send it right away, and I appreciate you. 
And a big shout out to Greg Kerwin on his retirement local uh, 401 resource page. His Teamsters, what is it? Teamsters local uh, Teamsters 401 resource page. Well, can you- 401k resource page. Uh, you know, uh, he's been doing this. He's got like 8,000 plus members on that page, giving out a float load of information. People are, are learning so much, obviously, because he's got like 8,000 people, you know, answering, asking questions and he's answering them. And people on the page talk about stuff. It's really grown into something pretty big. And, and Greg Star, I remember when he started it and I, we had him get on our show at that time. He's only had about, I think, 1,000 or 2,000 and he just shot up. It's unbelievable. 7.7,000. 7, Wow, that yeah. is unbelievable! Well, well, can, you, can you can you tell the yeah, tell gonna, people how? Yeah, how I was just gonna do that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for joining the show. <laughs> <laughs> what you sipping on? So, yeah, what are you sipping on? <laughs> anyway, you can send your recording. Uh, it's, it's it's on your phone. You can just record through your phone and say your local, your name, and what you. If you're not doing this. You're listening to the What the Heck Show. Or when you're oh, doing the, not this, the What the Heck, the Union Power Radio Show. Whichever Power. way you want to use it, the What the Heck Show or the Union Power Radio, just like Kerwood did. Uh, let me play it again, and maybe you guys can understand what he This is Greg Kerwood from Local 25 in Boston. When I'm not singing in my package car, I'm listening to Union Power Radio. There and we know he and loves you can singing send in it, his package car. And you can send it to Union Power Radio 2280 at yahoo.com again union power radio 2280 at yahoo.com yes and uh matthew i see you said after this election he might be a nice guest to get back on we're actually gonna be yes. in talks with greg kerwood to be going down to boston greg kerwood has a nice little uh, uh summer home that he's let, willing to give us for uh a day or two so we're gonna work that out with greg really yeah sometime uh coming up uh, i didn't know that yeah i'm the fucking producer well you're coming down too i'm the producer now we're, we're gonna be <laughs> deduce we're gonna be going down to boston hopefully uh we're gonna set up a date that we can go down when he's not uh uh doing something with that home that he has out there and we're gonna spend a couple days and we're just gonna do the show and we're gonna uh, probably go over like on a Saturday, <laughs> stay over till Sunday, do the show Sunday morning, and head back home that night. Yeah, Jonah Lane says, when I'm not filing grievances, I'm listening to the what the heck. Uh-huh. That's, that's <laughs> I like that one, Joan. Joan, record that and send it over yeah. pronto. There okay? you go. Okay, I love that. Carl, you got to do one too, buddy. I'm going to do one, definitely. All right. Whenever I'm not trying Hi. to uh, get on the What the Heck show with Tony Rosario, I'm, when Hector's not calling me Dave, <laughs> when Hector's not calling me Dave, when Jamie decides to not show up for work, <laughs> there you go. There I'm you joining go. the What the Heck show on Union Listen, Power Radio. He don't have no complaints. Sounds good. He lives around the corner from here. That's why he's here on time. And he was on, on time. On his birthday. On his birthday. No, no, birthday. we got to give it to him. He's here on his birthday. I got to get a birthday song out, man, because <laughs> Gemini, Gemini and Tow Truck, also our brother. Is Dean Dawson, Wayne Ponsky, visit California. We'll be nice to you, he says. As long as Wayne lets me get a ride on his hog, you tell Wayne I'm coming out to Cali. I want a ride on that hog. <laughs> I bet you he'll be like, I don't know, man. Not the hog, Rose. Not the hog, Rosario. Not the hog. But uh, also, uh, Gemini and Tow Truck do a great informative show. They had a great show this morning. I listened to some of it, but we were prepping for our show. A lot of times it's hard for me to listen because I got to prep over here for our show. Uh, and Gemini and Tow Truck are two feeder guys. Those are their, uh, their, That's a good one, heck. That's a good one, their handles out on the feeder. And uh, these guys do a great informative show. Uh, today, especially, they were talking about going out there and people telling them to leave the building without lug nuts. Tell them, Mr. Dawes, Watch your nuts! 
do not. Oh my God. Do these not nuts. leave without your nuts. <laughs> All right. You need Watch those these nuts. nuts. Watch yeah. your nuts. You need those nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, great, great job, uh, Dean. Great job. <laughs> Sorry for the well, we, for the silliness. Well, we had we had another another question that was on Facebook. Real quick In though, partic- also yeah. Teamsters Against Trafficking. Dean Doss and uh, and Wayne Ponsky are big on Teamsters uh, Teamsters Against Trafficking. It's a huge thing. They st- I don't know if it was them who started it, but I know as far as I know, it was them who started it, and they're getting a lot of people to volunteer. So uh, if you can, Dean, when you get a chance, drop that number down on the chat room again, and I'll and I'll shoot it out. Go ahead, James. Oh, is that the top and bottom guys? Yes. Okay. Just, making, just making sure. Well, speaking of contract, speaking about the contract, there was also a question that was put on Facebook. Um, a member wanted to know if he was called to work midday on his scheduled day off and he reported to work, let's say the scheduled start time was 9 o'clock and they called him at 12 o'clock and he, and he came to work, would he be put on a payroll from 9 o'clock when being that that's the actual schedule start time so speaking about that that was actually <laughs> what is going on over there Do you gotta go hector's dancing on the zoom here <laughs> I think, hey it's, hey I, actually, I want, i'm an entertainer that's actually you have to read the contract in our local supplement again it's article four section four but my question is why Number one, why why are people going in on their day off? And some, some and people need the money or want the money. They don't need it. That's that's what I don't like. Some, they always saying people need it. They just want it. Which is fine, but you know. but but call me at the start time. You know, let me come in at my start time. So this isn't a problem. But right. But even though if he came in midday, he still gets he gets rewarded from the start time. He, he should, should be paid from start time to finish. Article four, but the, section But these four. are things yeah. that aren't specified. I'm yes. It's article in the book. F- it's specified, but a lot of people don't fight for it. <laughs> if they come in at one o'clock, they get paid <clears throat> from one o'clock. They- <laughs> That's what people are saying now. This is what I fucking I mean they're hearing right now. <laughs> I think instead of having to to deal with these problems, just, if you're if you're not starting at your start time, I would suggest not even starting up. Don't even go in. I know you need the money. Just tell them show up every day, and maybe they'll put you to work. I don't know, but you know. When we start going into these gray areas, it gets a little confusing. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, I know people shouldn't be going in on their day off, but if you do it, you should be compensated for it, and you should be compensated accurately. Right. And Um, that would be a time and a half, and now you're asking for five hours, no, four hours. I'm sorry if he's coming in at one o'clock. Well, well, that that should be... Hey, they called him, dude. That's that's not his fault or her fault. That's right. management fault. Yeah. They should have their schedule down pat, and they should know who's here, who's not. If it starts at 9, they call you in at 2 o'clock. Why are they calling you waiting until 2 o'clock? Well, they should have already notified you. I'm on they lunch already know how many people they need ahead of time. Yeah. Our brother Matthew Lockwood says he got called in at uh, 1.30 one time, got paid from 9.10. Only reason I did it, because I knew the rules. Oh, <laughs> My go. brother Matthew Lockwood. All right. That's why the stewards are so important. Joni Lane Miller. That's why the stewards are so important. Members should be able to ask these questions, and stewards should be able to answer. 
That's right, Joan. You know that's right, baby. Um, and, and just just for the apparently um there was some panel cases on on day two. There was a contract case that dealt mainly with Article Thirteen. So they were deadlocked. So now it's heading to arbitration for everyone that's that has those Article Thirteen grievances in. It's deadlocked. They're heading to arbitration now. And so I want to say congratulations or thank you to the retired stewards that showed up as witnesses too. Oh that yeah, day. a lot of them did. That was, yeah, that yeah, was, that was, that was really nice. cool. That was, was a smart did. thing to do too. Bring on the guys that have been dealing with for for longer than this company yeah. can remember. You know what I mean? The, the company wants to pretend like, oh, this is just happening now. Yeah, okay. This has been going on for years, and we're tired of it. So stop the BS. That's awesome they, that they're still involved. They got, they got their asses whipped in arbitration as far as they were looking so for. So we're doing good at, at arbitration yeah, then. Yeah. We well, you know, enough. some would say they're struggling. That's the funny thing, you know, but I, I, know. I don't see no struggling there. there I'm just going to say, you know. Uh, We're struggling when they talk about it. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> anyway. they, in day one, they had three discharge cases and one suspension case. And um, all, were all three were returned back to work. All three discharges were returned back to work. One received partial back pay and then the... Five-day suspension got reduced. Hey, Carl, our brother Fred Malatana said, get your butt on Fortnite, bro. Uh, we are going to be doing, Hector and I decided, okay, so I'm just putting you in there, Hector. I don't know. What, well, oh, well what? this is it. Well, we know that the executive board this Black Friday obviously can't do anything. So me and Hector Fortis here at Union Power Radio, for anybody who plays Fortnite, we will be playing on Black Friday some Fortnite. <laughs> so everybody that wants to get down with us, we can have about maybe 20 people in a, in, in a match. We could start a creative or we can do a I used to hate that battle game. lab. I know, but now you love it, right? I love it because <laughs> now, you know, it's, it's, I know how to play it. <laughs> I didn't know how to play it. That's why it, uh, so uh, this was actually Fred's idea. He, he he brought it to my attention, and I said, you know what? It's a great idea. If anybody uh, around the locals not going to be working that day, and they you know decided to use it, it's a great way of showing that you play as a team. That's right. Work as a team. <laughs> because without a team, you ain't shit in Fortnite. <laughs> For real. Ain't that the truth? Exactly. Because right. I could get killed <laughs> real fast. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, check your pay, uh, your time cards. It's Sunday. Check your time cards. Anything wrong, get it corrected Monday morning. Make sure that you do it. Don't wait till two months later and then want to correct it for now. Check your time cards, please. That's right. There's also an article in the contract, depending on uh, what is it, how, how how long it takes to pay you. You can uh, request for penalty pay also. Yeah. Oh. So, well, you, that's all right. That's it, right? We only got well, a couple minutes sing, left. You're going to sing happy. Why? Wow, you gonna got, sing you happy, got something to say? I just, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the whole we're allowed to grow beards thing now. Oh, oh great. That's, is, that's actually why, a great topic. Is that's why you're growing your beard? Oh, I was I was growing a beard way before. Fucking big red. That is a nice beard there. Just, yeah. That's just, red. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up to Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Did you dye it red? No. Yes, you did. It just comes in like this. That's natural. That's natural. You could tell. You see the white hairs in it. Fuck you! <laughs> Sorry, everybody. The red that and was the un, that was unnecessary. It's the so red, he, white, he, and blue. He needed that. He needed that. Yeah, but well, that's he's, actually, got the, actually, he's got the he's got the hectolot ibis, you know. <laughs> Fuck you! For, <laughs> for what you was referring to, um, yeah. um, Anthony, that was act. That's actually Article Seventeen of the National Masters Agreement about the penalty pay. Right, Article Seventeen. Thank you for that, Jamie. 
Article 17. Oh, no, hey, request for the penalty wait, pay. Carl, Carl wait, wrote it up also. All right. That's but our brother Greg. You, what did, you go, Greg. What did the, the, the sisters across the country win with this whole uh, adjustment in the um, appearance? Well, the hair, the hair, the hair is a big deal because even the the women now, um, they get uh, to wear their mustache. Women, women of African American. That's what I was wondering. Like, why is everybody women, jumping no, no, for no. joy over this? Women of African American descent. Funny. Well, you know, uh, you got a lot of African American people that have afros that 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 wear their hair in a different manner, and they will be allowed to wear their hair the way they like now. That's so, a, that's so a huge females difference. don't no longer have to tie up their hair because I know that was that was one rule that. Uh, they had to tie it up. Well, you you have to still maintain a, a, a business like um, you know, which is uh, very vague, right? But it, it it still works out for you as long as you're not doing anything unsafe. If your hair is not unsafe in in the work that you're doing, I don't see that there should be any issues. Oh, I'm growing a beard like Gandalf. But, so. but I know this helps with yeah, the beard situation. You can grow it any kind of way. Like you can have a fucking beard, like a beard coming down. That's what I'm way. saying. I'm gonna look like Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Well, now, now you, now you, now you could keep it neat. Before they, they were saying that you can't keep it neat because you went to the dermatologist and got a note that you couldn't keep it neat. So now you can right because just they said it. because if you had a doctor's note saying right. that you was allergic to right. the razor, so why then why are you getting a shape up? Right. But now you can do now the shape up and they won't right. say shit. Well, right. I heard from. Uh, from a management person walking around that the reason why they 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 lifted this restriction was because of the variances and telling people they couldn't groom them people were coming in and they looked homeless well they actually had a lot of cases apparently I, I, I come recall a couple of years ago there was some cases about the variance I, I read it wrong I right. thought I thought they said that you can have a Brazilian uh, wax a or Brazilian whatever. wax yeah well, I could tell you who's really excited about the hair thing is Hector, Carl, and Greg Kerwood because you guys have those beautiful, shiny domes. Yeah, because we don't grow <laughs> hair on top. We got to grow hair on our fucking faces. <laughs> you know, but I have noticed a, a, a lot of beards. Even Jamie. Look at Jamie. I, I've never seen so much hair on his face before. I, well, I have the balance. I had it since day one. But it's very yes, so nice that I. you cover that mug up I, every I, once I, in a while with some fur because... <laughs> on his birthday, he keeps getting these shots. It's his birthday. Those are the happy birthday shots. Unbelievable. Oh, happy birthday to Jamie. Happy birthday to you, Jamie. Yo, he's he's dancing over here. Uh -oh. No, 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 no. No, it's not that type of party. Relax, don't, don't strip. Oh, he's just oh, doing why the is he taking off his pants? He's doing the Carlton. From why is he Prince. taking off? Jamie, why are you taking it's off your pants? It's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Tony Lane, Christ. control your man. Yeah, why is he dancing on top of Tony? That's because we're not on Facebook Live. <laughs> I don't have any dollars in my pocket. Step away. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the What The Heck Show. We're going to be celebrating Jamie's birthday while Jamie's dancing right now. Oh, boy. What is he doing? <laughs> we want to thank everybody who uh, put in questions. Jamie. We want to thank everybody who called in. Mr. Hamilton, Mr. William Hamilton, Bill Hamilton out of Philadelphia. Thank you so much for calling in. Joni Lane Miller, thank you for your questions, baby. You know we always try to ask as many questions as we can. 
I want to thank everybody else who asked questions. I want to thank Carl Morial for showing up here today. Thank and you guys for having me. I want to thank Jamie Holligan for actually coming in today because he knows now one more question. would have been a suspension. Why would you come all the way to Brooklyn, but you won't come to fucking... He did come to, to you. To Deer, to Deer Mountain. Because I can't yeah. afford the hotel that I have to stay at halfway uh, through the trip up to your house uh, because it, it takes forever. All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to the What The Heck Show here with your host, Tony Rosario and Jamie Holligan and Carl is uh, added on to the team. And we're going to have on December 6th, remember, December 6th, Dan Kane here live for you guys. If you have any questions, please send all your questions to Union Power Radio 2280 at yahoo.com. I'm telling you now, if you have any questions for Dan Kane, please send them to Union Power Radio 2280 at yahoo.com. And real quick, from uh, Gemini and Tow Truck. I just want to put it out there. The Teamsters Against Trafficking. Where Where is it? I just saw it here. Jeez, okay. The uh, Teamsters Against Trafficking. If you want to call and you want to be a part of it, the number is 1-888-3737-888. And that's truckersagainsttrafficking.org forward slash. Okay? So you guys can check the website and you can do that. And everybody, have happy a very Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Black Friday is a contractual holiday. And uh, don't forget, uh, Black Friday Fortnite, it's going down with Hector Fortis and Tony Rosario. All right? And as I always, solidarity, stay united. We're here to put the U back in union. Peace. That's right, and if you if you missed out the uh, first part of the show, it'll be on Show Real in about fifteen to twenty minutes. You can listen to the Show Real, the show, and I'll put it on podcast later on tonight. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. in Boston. When I'm not singing in my package car, I'm listening to Union Power Radio.